That's right. In fact, we want our MTV. Some of you recognize the sound of the rocket. I want my MTV. The sound of the music. Back in the day, when we were kids, teenagers growing up, we wanted nothing more than our MTV. Countless of wasted hours watching music videos. Uh, one to be the artist, imitating the artist. Um, they spawned thousands, if not millions of bands, millions of dancers. And uh, now it has become a shell of what it once was, uh, not even remotely close to what it once was. But MTV uh, is the subject of our Get Off Our Lawn segment here. The side portion of the It Came From Gen X show. Welcome, I'm Keith Porter with Brian Fisher and Mike Skinner. Fish, I want my MTV. <laughs> yeah, man, 40 years ago, it's hard to believe. I remember, uh, it was this, so this would have been, uh, well, for us, summertime. It was summertime going into mm -hmm. eighth grade for you and I, Keith. Yeah. I know. And uh, I remember my dad, I was playing out in the street. And he came out and said, hey, there's a new, we had cable back then, which is like, yeah, it was like, a, a, you know, that was a luxury, mm -hmm. you know, back in that time, you know, to have cable yes. and you had, you had Star Channel and some of those. Yes. Stuff. And he goes, there's a new music channel. And I was kind of like, what? I could, it just didn't compute as a kid. Right. What do you mean? There's nothing other than music videos on it. I didn't quite get it. And then my buddy who I was playing with in the street, who, lived, who was across the street at the time, my buddy Tim Lester and his brother Greg. So shout out to you guys. Yes. You got to be listening. No, Tim Lester. Uh, we started to you know watch it, and it just like, wow. And then it just sort of became, like you say, a thing. It, it, you watched it. Why did you watch it? Because you wanted to see what was next. It, yeah, you had to. It, it's it's oh, yeah. interesting you say that because it reminds me mm -hmm. what the addiction really was. What's yeah. next? You sat through videos you couldn't stand. That's right. Because you couldn't wait for what was next. And yes. when you got that video that you love or that new song from the band you love, it was almost like a drug. It was it was an amazing yeah. feeling. Um I, I wish the young people could really understand how exciting it was. Skinner? Well, the new new people can just go to EMT, uh, go to YouTube and look at the videos nowadays, right? Yeah, but yeah, no, they'll never get them. You know, they'll never get that feeling. No, it, they'll never have the feeling that we had the world premiere video Saturday yeah. night at eight o'clock. Those words they'll never chills they'll, down your spine. You made sure that you were in front of the television at eight o'clock on Saturday night. And it didn't mem didn't care what genre of music it was. You wanted to see that video, like you said, it was a drug. It was an addiction that we had, uh, especially all of us. That you know, our common theme. If you folks are listening out there, our common theme. We have two common things: sports and music. And I think music is the forefront for all of us, right? Um, and that's how we all stayed friends for so many years. Uh, and music has been one of those things that we can always lean back on. But, uh, yeah, I, I remember MTV when I was a kid. I absolutely loved it. Couldn't wait for to get home from school so I could turn it on. And exactly. then there was the different types of videos on from 6 to 8 o'clock. It was this type of music. Right. And then, like I said, that world premiere, I always, I'll never forget that. And they, they pumped it for a or week. So it, you made they? sure you didn't forget. 
And you, you know what I loved about the videos back then? This was before the emergence of CGI, uh, all the mm-hmm. special effects. You watched the video. You watched the artist. And I, it, yes. come on, was there anything better than, 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 than Pat Benatar just standing there doing her thing? The, I think the earliest first video I remember seeing was Beat It. And watching Mike Jackson and, and group dancing, nobody was doing that. Everybody's doing it now. But, you know, when Mike would start dancing with the gangs, I mean, that was something, man. Even things like uh, Mel- John Cougar, who was no Mellencamp then. I don't care who it was. You saw the artist performing, and that was yes. it, you know. Uh, Def Leppard's fooling. Uh, my goodness, the list goes on and on. It, it was something to behold. And then there was Dire Straits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that kind of changed everything uh, <laughs> a little bit, didn't it? <laughs> Yeah, but you're right. That's what it was. It was the it was the the artist and the band was featured on all those early videos. You got to see them actually. Of course, some were lip lip syncing, whatever. But they were playing their mm-hmm. instruments up there doing something. Uh, I'll give a shout out to you know a a, a, a recognized the Sirius XM. So three of the original VJs, Alan Hunter, Mark Goodman, and Nina Blackwood, yes. still host. 80s uh, shows on Sirius XM. Uh, Downtown Uh, Julie Brown is still doing, I think, 80s on 8 or 90s on 9. One of those two. Okay. You're right. 90s on 9. You're right. Yeah, because she was a little later. And then, yes, absolutely. Nina Blackwood came. So they did a a reunion that's on demand on Sirius XM right now. And they went back and redid the first couple hours of MTV songs. They had people come on and talked about it. Very, very interesting. Good stuff here. It took me right back to that. But you can still listen to them every That's week great. in the 80s. Still very interesting, very entertaining people. Of course, but, first video yeah. uh, they ever played, uh, Video Killed a Radio Star. That's uh, right. Yep. And then I believe second was uh, Benatar. Pat Benatar was the first female yeah. and first electric guitar was her husband yes. on MTV. Most underrated right guitar there. player in rock, Neil Giraldo, love him. Uh, I learned, by the way, too, the first heavy metal band was Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden, within the first 20 videos Mm -hmm. ever on MTV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's something. So um, my biggest complaint growing up with MTV as a drummer, there were certain songs that had iconic drum fills it doesn't have to be iconic i don't have to use that word but it was a huge drum fill in the song and you know the camera was on the singer cameras were on the guitar players and you would wait to see that drummer do this feel and 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 how and and how he's doing it or she and the camera's on something stupid and it never seemed to fail. Why won't you show Tom Sawyer? You know how long we had to wait to get an alternate version of that video to see the probably oh. the most iconic drum fill ever in his rock history. Um, right. So that was my biggest complaint with MTV growing up like that. Um, here's a here's a comment we have. According to the documentary, and this is I'm reading off of uh, a 40th anniversary article. It says MTV only had 250 videos to work with during its first year on the air, and then in quotes wow. it says it had to be a pretty bad video for us not to play it. Unquote. Sure, but I tell you what, it did matter because it was new, and we didn't mind watching. Mm-hmm. All those foreign videos of groups we had never heard of. Who who is you two? 
okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We watched all right. that stuff. We regurgitated it. It became part of us, and it made those guys bigger than life. It made them so rich because the whole world uh, heard them, you know, for the first time. And it was always on, so songs were stuck in your mind. Pride in the Name of Love. That was like the first U2 hit. And now he's probably he's like he's the richest rock star in the world, yeah, besides Paul McCartney, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Bono's worth about close to a billion dollars right now. So just amazing to see where it's come from. Now, guys, what has happened? Well, you know, before we get to that, sorry, if you don't mind. Take point, You've already mentioned Michael. I already mentioned Michael Jackson beat at one of your favorite mm -hmm. videos. Before we get into when it turned, what are some of your favorite videos that you you enjoyed? Oh my God! Back Good in the day, question. growing up here. Okay, can I go? Uh, sure. Ninety nine red balloons or ninety nine love balloons for the uh, German version. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. That struck me that was something um i like uh uh the steve winwood uh can't remember the song but i really enjoyed that um i loved uh gosh there's so many cool videos growing up and, I, and I'm trying to stay out of the, the hair metal stage because I'm, I'm talking about the early MTV uh, days. Mm -hmm. so, so why don't you go ahead and uh, see what you got, Skinner. Let me see if I can find some of the early ones. Well, a couple of Well, one of the biggest ones for me, and it still is to this day, is November Rain from Guns N' Roses. There's just something about that video. I know it's a nine minute and eleven second song, but That's not only is it an, <laughs> it rooftops. Are, are we just it is. overall? Uh, I'm just talking yeah, about overall. Okay. That is my yeah. one of yeah. my favorite That's videos of all year. time. Robert Plant is another one. She's so irresistible. Uh, the, the, or that's Robert another Palmer. one. Robert, Robert Palmer. Palmer. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. And um, there's another one. It came from the movie. Um, Oh, Patrick Swayze was in it with um, Sam Elliott, uh, Roadhouse. Yes. Uh, he was a blind gentleman that yes. he sung in a bar. And yeah, I'm trying to remember um, what his name is. Um, um, but Come on. Anyway, his video that he was behind a glass screen at a, at a rowdy bar uh, was a pretty cool video, too. Uh, I know that's a wide variety of different types of styles, but it was those, those ones that come to mind for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that was a real band, and uh, his name was. It's it's gonna Jeff kick Healy. me in the Jeff, Jeff Healy. Healy that's yes. it. Oh yes. yeah, he good had, lord! He, he, he had the guitar on his lap, and he would play yeah. it that way. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, yep. some of my favorite dances. We're just going all around. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you said Iron Maidens, and one of my favorite was uh, Iron Maidens. Uh, um. Of uh, the dark, uh, fear, of the, fear dark. of the dark, the live version of that. I think one of the greatest uh, masterpieces ever made. Um, I loved um, everything by Pat Benatar. I, yeah. yeah, just uh, a video master, in my opinion. I loved everything by Tears for Fears. Uh, hmm. the other video masters, I thought, and man, I thought. David Lee Roth's uh, first solo hit 
Sure. When that came out, I was like, Van Halen, watch out. With Steve I, Billy Sheehan, I mean, man, that was just awesome. Uh, awesome first Yankee video. Rose. Yankee Rose, man. Now, he, did, he did California Girls prior to that. California Girls is what I was thinking. Gigolo was one of my favorite videos as well. Mm-hmm. So that was yep. great. Um, the crew, crew had some of the most classic videos. Too Young to Fall in Love is one of my favorite of all time. Um, yeah. How about Jump by Van Halen? One of the most classic videos. $600 with one single camera and became one of the biggest videos of all time, man. Talk about managing your books. <laughs> that was a great right. video. Yep. So, yeah, Fish, before we, get to, for, before we get right. to yours, Fish, here's the top five videos of all time, and this is based on um, broadcasts from the 1980s through November 24th, 1989. Top five goes Bon Jovi, Wanted, Dead or Alive. Pretty good video. Mm-hmm. Def Leppard, Pour oh, Some Sugar on Me. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, dire Straits, Money for Nothing. And I didn't realize this one, but this is a hell of a video. Sledgehammer from Peter Gabriel. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's oh, that a heck of a video. video. And can you guys guess what the number motion? one video of all time is? Thriller. Thriller by Michael Jackson, Thriller, which yes. will never be taught. A small movie, yes. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, Thriller was Thriller was fun. I mean, it, you know, that was something that when that one came on, you stopped what you were doing and you would pick it up and watch the rest of it, whatever mm-hmm. stage it was in, because it was just so cool. With John, I can't think of the directors now. Was a is a pretty famous director. John Landis directed Animal House. John Landis, Landis that's yes. right. Did Animal House and a few movies back in the day. Special effects were terrific. Like you say, no CGI back then. It was just nope. makeup, dancers, zombies, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That was really, really cool. Uh, but even prior to that, so I cannot hear the song. I could feel it coming in the air tonight by Phil Collins and not picture that damn video. Huh? That was one of the first. That yeah. <laughs> was in that early rotation. That was great. It, was like, it, was, it seemed like it was every fifth video yeah. back then. It felt like. <laughs> Sounded like, like, yeah, Just a close-up of his face. And the black, yes, and then it shows the, the mannequin, the head explodes, and all that stuff. Great, great song. Great, simple, simple video back then. Uh, a lot of concert videos are great back then. And when uh, Michael Jackson came out with Billy Jean, was the first video that I remember seeing of him. I think that was his first video, actually. Watching him walk down the street and everything he touched on this on the sidewalk lit up. Oh yeah, the rail that was great. light up, and it, the effects were great. Super talented dancer, obviously super great performer. And when you saw that video, that was like, no wait, no, this is something special here yeah. that I'm watching here. Great, great stuff. Madonna had great videos back then. The Cars had a lot I, I of great weird. videos. I you like might videos think. like go ahead. I, I like. John Cougar hurt so good, you know. Even though that was in the bar, Jack and Diane, grungy looking yeah, video. And then yeah. when we had the British Wave, I love like Keep Feeling Fascination by the Human League, you know, things like that, sure. man. Just a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So I'm I'm scrolling through here as I'm listening to you guys, and you guys named quite a few of these that are in the top fifty. Here's one that made this list at number 21. I'm kind of surprised by this, and I'm absolutely shocked that I didn't mention it before mm-hmm. I even pulled this up, is uh, uh, the band Aha, Take On Me. Yeah, oh, take that on was me. an excellent the video. That was, that was such a special video, yes. and that video was way before its time. 
Absolutely. I, I think back on Duran uh, Duran, Hungry Like the Wolf mm-hmm. was a higher production video. Oh, yeah, the reflex. Like the Raiders of the Lost Ark feel. The reflex. I race home from junior high to see the reflex. Duran yeah. Duran's number 16 on this list for Hungry Like a Wolf. Absolutely. And Prince back then, too, had some great, great oh, videos. My gosh, when when oh, my my goodness. Yeah. Video. Raspberry Beret. I don't know why. He had some great, great stuff back then. I'm at top 25, and Prince is not even mentioned, but some of his videos were just... That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Yeah. doesn't make any sense. But the the idea, like you said, yeah, I think you you hit it on the head earlier, was that these are... They featured the band. They featured the artists. They had stuff going Mm -hmm. on around them, which got more clever over as the years progressed and all that. And then we started getting cheated. Remember, we we started Mm -hmm. getting cheated by bands where they would have videos... The band was nowhere near in the video. I hated right. those. I hate, I can hear this on the radio. I, why do I want to watch this stupid stuff? I, I hated those. There was no right. effort put into them. I think it right. was bands who were on the road, had to phone something in to try to stay relevant, and then put in the money or the effort. So I hated that stuff. And when they got into uh, Headbangers Ball... Guys, that was a to, at least for at least for me. I'm sure. For oh you guys, yeah. Well, that oh, was yeah. a whole that was a whole other level because they would package up the heavy metal oh, quote unquote man. videos. It was like Saturday nights, whatever it was, eleven to, to midnight, one, whatever time it was. Day, Ten to midnight. Didn't know better. And you know, we thought that that would be the only place we could see those videos. And lo and behold, metal took over MTV. Remember, they started having their top ten, and the first mm-hmm. five was you know like Home Sweet Home, Skid Row. Uh, you know, and the list goes on and on and on and on. Metallica, um, Metallica's one, one of the greatest videos ever made. Yep, um, sure. Incredible deep story uh, from the movie Billy Got His Gun. Uh, tr- tragic story. So that that was at number one at one point in time. Yep. Sorry. Right, so when so we we had a lot of fun with it for for definitely a handful of years. Definitely through. Yeah, so when did it start to t- I remember it's like 81, definitely through 85, 86. And I'm trying to even I'm, think when I was a I'm senior, not going to look it up. if it was sort of I'm not going to look it up. Changing. Not going to look it up. Yep. I'm going to give my opinion of when it all went down. Well, through, high school, through high school was pretty solid. But after high school, Keith, I don't know for me, it was right. like. Well, I'm not going to give a eh. date. I'm not going to give a yep. date. I'm going to give you something mm-hmm. else. The real world. Yep. The real uh-huh. world. Was that the start? I believe that was just that we got a taste of what is now known today as reality television. Mm-hmm. And whoever in charge, powers that be at MTV saw, man, there's a lot of money in this. And, you know, mm-hmm. they would, they had how many real world seasons did they have? That was the start of reality television. And yep. they made so much money off of it. They started programming more and more shows, and then they finally left us alone, us, us Gen Xers alone, and said, we got to start catering to these this younger crowd, and it was all about the, 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 the funny shows, you know, now they got wilding out and all, and all this other, which is, which is funny, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that show, it's pretty crazy. But uh, and then you know, teen moms are pregnant and all this other crazy stuff. But did Red and Stimpy start on MTV? I think they did, did. They? I don't know. That's a good question. And of course, there's Beavis and Butthead and all those that were on there. Well, Beavis yeah, and Beavis Butthead and Butthead's sure. another one. So shows and yep. programming, they saw the market for that. Uh, even even MTV Spring Spring Break. Yes, you know. Uh, 
it became more of a show network than about videos. Well, here's something from VJ Adam Curry said that MTV actually never really made a lot of money playing videos 24-7. Financially, even during the best of times in the mid-80s, MTV was more or less just staying afloat. That is until they started introducing game shows and diversifying exactly. its network. Don't if, it, mm. And the television show Remote Control was the one I was trying yes. to figure yeah, out. So I was That's when I it started. That up, but I'm sure it was about the dollars and cents having shows and broadcasting because what you uh-huh. get when you get that you got sponsors now i think mtv was an accident okay because there was videos way before mtv you know way before mtv here's videos in the 70s but i think mtv was the first one to say you know what if we can package this and do it 24 7 and give an avenue for the for the kids the artists will clamor to give us product Mm-hmm. Which product was probably free, but I don't think the model uh, of MTV was was worked out as well as it should have been. They should have foresaw how can we generate income from this. Um, certainly, if they were smart, they would have got a percentage from the artist sales, especially if the artist sales increase because they made multimillionaires mm-hmm. out of people. Who otherwise, maybe we might not have known, you know, some stupid young dancer from New York City named uh, Madonna Ciccone. You know what I mean? So there was there was not a lot of money to be made in there. But the programming that brought corporate sponsorship and boom, out goes the videos. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. Good subject matter. It's uh, it's it is it is a shame. Never going to be recaptured. You'll never be able to recapture it because, like you say, the so as you mentioned already, Skinner, the social media. If if you make a music video, uh, you put it out there in social media. Anybody can pick it up. Anybody can watch it. Mm-hmm. You can find anything you want. You can find all the old videos we talked about right there on YouTube right now for free. Absolutely, They're all there. So it's just a different thing that they'll never, they'll just never be able to recapture yeah. it. I don't think it's just it's just a it was just a it was a product of its time. It really was. For sure. And artists nowadays, you know, I had to promote themselves. Um, obviously, you can't even make a whole lot of money off of albums anymore because right. people pull them right off YouTube or stream them and download them, you know. And so you have to have to find new ways and new avenues to make money. Um, you know, back in the day, if you were in a great band, you know, you play clubs and you hope the promoter uh, or, or not a promoter, but uh a record label executive came out and saw you and signed you to a big deal. Happened in lots of bands. Ben Halen got signed playing to a crowd of about five people. But they signed them because they sounded great and they were acting like they were in front of an arena. Nowadays, when I was told by a record label guy years ago, they don't care about that. They don't care how good you sound. They care about how many records or CDs you sold out of the trunk of your car. Because if you sold 10,000 CDs in Akron, out of the trunk of your car, they figured that if they promoted you, you could sell a hundred thousand, and that's all that matters. If you don't move any product, they're not going to help you move that product. Right. Good stuff, well, fellas. I'm glad. Uh, I'm sure we can all agree. I'm glad we were able to uh, experience it when we did. Yes, it was definitely a staple in our young lives, and it was just the whole thing, and created a lot of excitement in. 
in, in, in definitely it helped. Uh, I don't know about, you know, I'm sure you guys think it's helped to definitely enhance my love of music. It just took Without to an entirely Without different question. level. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we learned how yeah. to act on stage because of MTV, how to look, how to do this, uh, you know, what to listen for. And I'm going to say this real quick. I, as much as we appreciate it, I love where we are today to be able to do things on your own. We can have a podcast because we decided to have one, not because somebody signed us to some contract or something like that. So I love where we are today. Absolutely. But if you'd like to sign us to a contract, yes, if you're listening, please contact uh, <laughs> it, it came from Gen X 330 at uh, gmail.com. Yeah, Keith will even change his hair color to orange whatever you or want, blue or whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want. Just call him Robin Jr. <laughs> All right, fellas. Good stuff tonight. Good stuff tonight. All right, folks. That's I want my MTV. That's right. This is our get off our lawn segment for it came from Gen X. We bid you all farewell. Have a great day. Good night, everybody.